You're listening to Off the X with your host Tyler Wells, Forrest Carbajal, and Barrett Moon. Brought to you by Trinity Gunworks and Muddy Foot Outdoors. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the X, where if it flies, it's probably because we missed him on the water. <laughs> I'm Forrest Carvajal, and I'm here with the usual suspects, our producer Caleb Smith, Mr. Sure Shot, Tyler Wells, and the bourbon boy, Barrett Moon. And Barrett has a bourbon review for us. Oh, what do you got, yeah. Barrett? What's up, guys? Tonight we, uh, we're drinking on a little something special straight out of uh, the, the Duke's own distillery, which actually I believe his son started um, after he passed away, but it was based off of his... Uh, Based off of his likings and the the uh, the stuff that he acquired over his uh, tenure in Hollywood, and if you don't know who the Duke is, that is John Wayne. Um, it's a it's a good bourbon. It's a, a fairly decent price bourbon, right around forty dollars a bottle. Uh, Tyler and I drink it um, a lot when we make old fashions. Um, but really, for me, the only thing that that really draws me to this bourbon it's a good bourbon. Don't get me wrong, but what draws me to it is the bottle the bottle is the exact look replica whatever you want to call it when he walks into that bar in the movies and he walks up you know up to that up to that bartender and those spurs are you know jingling and making that sound he orders that whiskey or that bourbon the bottle is the exact look of what they pour in the movie and that's what i was just like man growing up watching john wayne movies with my dad like that was the first thing that drew me to it when i was walking out i was like oh the duke and then it looks just like that bottle from so was this one of like the first bourbons that cost your eye no 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 it's i mean it's just one that i mean you can get it in pretty much any store now but i mean it was i was perusing the bourbon aisle one day and uh as i was walking down it just it was they had it which you know how they do all their stuff how they they like put the nice looking ones around around eye height you know they had it right there on that next to top shelf and and uh my eye caught it and i picked it up and was reading you know about it and i was like oh my gosh it's you know john wayne's distillery and it looks just like the bottle that that came out of the movies so it just kind of i was like you know what i'm gonna give it a try it's not my favorite to pour like on the rocks or drink neat um it's definitely for me it's a it's a mixing bourbon um but it's it, honestly i just like popping the cork and being like you know what i may bust somebody in the face with this bottle <laughs> in this bar so after i drink it you know. yeah, yeah hopefully it's not somebody the size of john wayne so yeah yeah do you put your cowboy boots on when you drink it uh, sometimes but <laughs> only when jamie's around that is, that is 10 gallon <laughs> hat yeah. uh, but it's good i, I definitely I, I encourage you guys to get out there and try it it's a it's a good one it's a good one to try we're having fun with it tonight yeah yeah it's good right now mm-hmm. go with a little red bull mm-hmm. all right well, we're going to move into the duck call review. Um, if you saw our Instagram at F, at off the et, I can't talk. I've had too much Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> at off the X podcast on Instagram, um, we did a duck call review. We did. I was blowing a rich and toned short barrel, which is one of Tyler's go to calls this year. Uh, Tyler, why was it one of your go tos? Well, it's it's my second go to on there. The first one is that fortieth timber, but the Short barrel is one of those calls you can grab and you can get real loud on it or you can get real quiet and finish the birds with it and you can take it to the field and use it versus that timber. You get it out in the field and it's not got enough volume to really catch them from far off. And, I mean, that call didn't stick either this this year. I mean, the rest of them, they kind of stick on those cold mornings, but that one, I mean, if it did, you could blow it out real easy and you didn't do that high-pitched squeal that sounds like a flight of wood ducks coming in. (laughs) 
<laughs> but no, that that call just I don't know. It's 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 a special call, and the only reason I really bought one is because you had one on your lanyard for so long and when i bought that one and went to blow it and i was like man it don't sound anything like what forest has so i took it to your house and like here cut to read same way you cut yours and you picked it up and blew it and it sounded identical so it's like well hmm it's got to be me so i took it took a lot of practice for me to get good on it oh it sounds good it sounds great when you blow it uh I think it was a great call to pick for the first call review because it's it's one that I recommend when somebody asks me what's what's a good go to call. Uh, it's a medium volume call. You you you're not going to be able to scream at them if it's you know blowing a hurricane or anything, but it doesn't take a whole lot of air pressure. It doesn't take a whole lot of that perfect clean air. Uh, you can have some grunt. You can have a little bit of hum to your your voice when you're blowing the call, and it still it still comes out pretty ducky. So uh, somebody with dirty air like me. That's right. It. That's yeah. right. You got to blow the dirty air with it. <laughs> dirty air. But it, it works in all scenarios. It, it'll get quiet. It, it's a real nasally, whiny sounding call. Um, and it, like if you like blowing that whiny call or whatever to get that last 20 yards, get that real soft sound, uh, Rich and Tone did a good job putting mm-hmm. that in that call. Uh, this is not a paid Rich and Tone <laughs> <laughs> deal uh it was just the first one we picked and honestly it's it's one of my favorites i had two on my lanyard at at one point uh well so let me ask you this so you blew the rich and tone what did you blow what was your go-to this season for us this this season was the ratio yeah ratio and what yeah. was your kind of go-to uh i kind of went back and forth between a mondo and then what is it a uh elite edge yeah, so. see, I was blowing the elite butcher. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we, yeah, none, we're not, none of us are blowing any paid, paid calls. <laughs> no, no, no yeah. not at all. We just, we're going to tell you all about the ones we like. Yeah, That's right. No, and I, I used to have a lanyard full of echoes, and I just felt like the RNTs fit me better. So, we're I mean, going to review some echoes too. Do you have it? I do. I okay, do have good. an XLT. We can, mm. we can do that and one. We for got sure. one com- coming from mr colton himself i know i'm ready yeah, for that we're one pretty too. excited about that one he, he cut mr barrett a ult yeah he did and it's it's when, pretty when colton blew it it sounded amazing yeah i just gotta pay for it <laughs> <laughs> ne- next year next year you're fully planning on using that in the woods at biometer right oh yeah for sure that's for what sure. we're gonna pick up where but we left I, off. I do i do like my uh my elite but i yeah that one colton cut i'm really excited about it i'm really excited for everybody out there to get to hear it yeah it's yeah. it's a good one that sounds good but we're we're gonna move into where we left off. Um, we left off in kind of late Jan or mid January in season or our episode yeah. two recap, and uh, we pulled a, a switcheroo. We moved from the the White River and Cash River NWRs, and we we went to Biomeda. Uh, Biomeda is it's one of the largest WMAs in Arkansas. If you don't know that, um, it's full of flooded timber. Uh, the Game and Fish manages it. I'm gonna say pretty well. Um, <laughs> I mean, I bet there's a few guys that would argue. Well, always, always. It's, it's duck hunting, and in Arkansas, right, exactly. everybody has a different exactly. opinion, right. <laughs> and their opinions are facts. Right. <laughs> but it, one of the things that we liked about it, because we, I had, I've only been there once, and that was years ago. I don't know if Barrett's. Have you been there, Barrett? Uh, I mean, not a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a few years back, uh, I went, uh, you know, a handful of times or whatnot, but and not even to the areas we hunted it. 
this right. time. I mean, I was more in um, which, and we were in some popular areas, but I was I, the few times that I went, I was in more of the uh, um, um, the Hollowell that area. Yeah, um, which I, I know we we kind of stayed around the the Upper Valley and um, what was the launch that we were at that day? I can't remember. Uh, we you and me put yeah. in at Mulberry. Mulberry, that was the and other one. it's. Yeah. You you come out of that into a, just a straight canal. I mean, you you can, if you get lost in that straight canal, this, yeah, there's no hope. <laughs> we, we can't help you. <laughs> it's it is perfect. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, for if, beginners. if you you put it at Mulberry, and if you're hunting, I mean, and I'll just name it. If you're hunting government, it's just a straight shot. Yeah. I mean, you literally don't take a turn, yeah. um, which is is nice. I mean, and it's it's a good block of woods. It's sexy looking. It's definitely birdie. Um, we uh we got down there and had decent success i'd say i mean it, it wasn't like we were just beating the brakes off of them but we also i mean this was we like four said we completely changed we went from east arkansas white river cash river and we were like you know what it's time to call an audible we found birds i mean obviously and I, uh, there were more guys that were you know over there scouting as well so we kind of had an idea that maybe there was a little bit you know higher concentration of bird numbers in that area so we went ahead and called the audible and moved and got over there um which i mean it it probably could have paid off better if we would have gotten over there a little bit earlier but i mean we we did what we could yeah well you and caleb went over there first yeah we went over there and then but we went on a tuesday and yeah we went on like a tuesday and that was uh and like you guys said earlier that was my first time going back to buy meat and probably like i don't know at least three or four or five seasons ago um but yeah, we uh, we went back in there. We we kind of like you said, we kind of narrowed it down because we had been hunting a bunch of other places, and we had some other buddies in our group that's kind of been scouting, and we kind of knew that there was a little bit of birds down there. And we got down there on a Tuesday. We were uh, very surprised. We got to the launch, and there was only like maybe two or three yeah, other. There was two boats. Yeah, two other boats yeah. there. So it was one of those things. It was like we got to this crazy popular place by me right. that everybody talks about and it was like we got there and it seemed like we were about to have a huge chunk of that place to ourselves which we pretty much we, did we did um so much so that we only had to do a 700 yard walk <laughs> <laughs> we i mean and it was a it was a fun boat ride in right, from, from where we were at it was a fun boat ride in but we and i don't know if we just I don't know. Which, well, so God love him. I so love y'all Seth, boated in and then we boated in. Well, that's what you have to do at government yeah, Cypress. You have to walk you, in. Yeah, you can't take that's a boat right. in. Yep. Right, right. So we boated in, got out, and Seth just tore out. I mean, he was like, like Caleb said, he was mad at him. Like Seth just tore. Out. I mean, <laughs> it looked like he had a, a thousand pound rucksack on his shoulder and just took off. I mean, and this is waist deep. It was right around yeah, waist deep. Yeah, it was waist deep. It was. And yeah, I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't do it. No, we would have had to float you in. Get his clothes out. But I, I mentioned this before, like myself and a couple of other buddies that I hunt with, and Seth, Seth is one of the main ones. You know, we're younger, um, and we've always kind of <laughs> well, he well, we've he always did. hunted with the mindset of oh, we got to bust our ass and get as far back in there right. as possible. I mean, right. we've had so many hunts where we get like we're just drenched in sweat. We walk five hundred, seven hundred, six hundred, or whatever. We just walk as far as we can in there, and that was one of those hunts where it was like I haven't been there in a while. Seth hasn't been there in a while. But I was like, okay, we're going to buy me, so we have to get deep in there. Yeah, but okay, so we we <laughs> thought we were going deep in there. We right, were seven hundred yards to be three hundred yards away from. Yeah, the we went in a circle. <laughs> we went in a circle. 
<laughs> How many decoys did y'all track in? Oh my gosh, we it was a well. We had some other number. we had some other young boys with us, and they were our pack mules, so that worked out pretty good. How many I folks? Remember it. How many uh, folks? It was like six. I don't. Yeah, it was like five or six. I think it was um, we had one. We had two guys that put in at Mulberry and came yeah, down. Yeah, um, those those were the ones that their boat almost sank. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and we'll get to yeah, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But we uh, it was us. Me, you, Seth, those two guys. It was six guys. Yeah, it was like five or six of yeah. us. And like what you're saying. So we had a 700 yard walk. It was just. In a, we in thought a we half, were walking. Half crescent. We thought we were walking. Yeah, exactly. We thought we were walking a straight line, straight south, and it was more like a straight line that turned into a circle. Right. And we were 700 yards deep, and we didn't find no, out until we after. weren't 700 yards <laughs> deep. We weren't. Okay, we were 700 yards deep until it walked, and then we found out after the hunt that it was only about a 300 yard walk, right. some on land, but. But nonetheless, regardless of that, we got back in there and we only took, I think, I want to say we only took two or three dozen decoys. I, I think it was, I think it was three dozen. And like I said, the goal was just to get back there as deep as we could. We got back in there, in there thinking we were deeper than we were, but we got back in there. Got we got secluded. back in there, but we got back in there and right when we got set, it was almost shooting time. And yeah. and then that's when Seth was like, guys, we've got to move. And <laughs> right. we, and so we picked up and bir- I mean, birds overhead and we're moving and we moved, what, 40 yards back yeah, in Yeah, 40 there? or 50 yards. And the only reason we moved is because the hole that we were set up, yeah. and it was like, I mean, it was just like a small, I mean, how big, how big would you say it, it was? It wasn't very big. It was just a small hole, and, you know, Seth just, he kept on venturing outside of the hole and just looking around while we were about to start setting up decoys because he didn't think he was going to be able to find another hole. He and found he did, a pretty good and blowdown. It was, and it was a good, yeah, it was a big blowdown. There were yeah. several canopies and whatnot. And uh, we moved, you know, pretty much right at shooting hours. And I think later on in that hunt, that kind of hurt us a little bit because we just didn't. I don't know. I think we kind of stuck out a little bit just because there was so many canopies. Probably. Y'all yeah. have sun or clouds? Clouds. It was it was, was clouds, clouds, but and there wasn't. And if you remember, first part of that morning, there wasn't a lot of mallards. It was just no. Well, there wasn't even a lot of wind. It seems like every time I've hunted by me, they don't they don't fly early. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those bigger birds wait. Right. And usually right. it's like you know eight thirty nine a.m. before we really start seeing them move right, around. Right. Right. Mallards are normally just a lazy bird. Right. So. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I mean it was we. I mean we shot some wood ducks. We yeah. sh- We shot some wood ducks. Yeah, shot sure. a couple of wood ducks. Uh, it was a nice change because we did start to work a couple mallards right. that first day that we were there because we ended up hunting there a handful of other times, which we'll get into that. Um, but later into the morning, finally started working some mallards, had a bunch of mallards treetop that we probably could have shot, but we were, you know, we were trying to work them. Um, uh, they kind of, you know, we didn't finish them, but I think we ended up, I mean, I don't remember. If we, we, finished. we finished a few. Yeah. Yeah. I know we shot the two or three mallards. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good hunt. Like I said earlier, I think the biggest I, thing that I think we stuck out. Yeah, I think yeah. we stuck out. I think we stuck out for sure. I think that we we were in that blowdown, but we were in the wrong section of that right. Blowdown. And you know that yeah. happens at least whatever I hunt, especially with just a bunch of guys. It seems like that's one of those things where a lot of times we'll hunt a hole and we'll just be so excited that we're in this hole, right. but we don't realize. <laughs> all right, let's just step back 20, 30 yards outside of this hole. Everybody wants to yeah. make sure they have that good shot. See, and I feel like I feel like this season for me, I was consciously trying to be like, okay, I, we're we're on the hole now. It's time to step back. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and two in the dark, it don't. No, it's hard. No, you're right. Yeah. You think, oh, I'm further off the right. hole right. than that, but then whenever you daylight comes up right. and you're like wow i'm actually i'm, I'm standing, standing right here in the big middle decoy. of it right, yeah. right. <laughs> you know so i mean i've done it a lot where you you think all right well i'm gonna step back here and put all my stuff on a tree and get a tree strap out and mm-hmm. it takes you 15 right. minutes to get it right and then you're like well crap 
Let's back, <laughs> I need to move back, back up <laughs> another 20 yards. Let me get this circus packed back up and move back <laughs> exactly. a little way. So. And especially in our situation, especially on that hunt, we didn't have the motivation because we had a big dog stand we had and a the cameras dog out. Stand. And, and then, I mean, there were also, I mean, there were some guys that were just like, no, we're not moving. And I think. <laughs> well, they was, were further behind us. It was honestly, the ones that were second out was me. You, Barrett, and mm. Seth. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Everybody Probably. else was sitting back, honestly, like 15, 20 yards behind us. Those birds that were working were right on top of our head. Yeah. So I, it, I didn't know the two guys, the other two guys that were I there. I didn't either. Um, one, I mean, one Barrett of them just wanted sure. to shoot first. That's all. Well, see, I'll always, admit it. I want, be, I want to be in the hole so I have the best chance of shooting because I'm not a good shot. You see, I black out when the birds are in He does. And he I don't know. And you I just shoot. I just shoot. He, we he blacks out and we have to go pick him up. He's <laughs> laying on the ground. <laughs> and then I woke up and was like, guys, yeah. you guys see those damn birds? <laughs> Somehow he shot one. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that was the uh, that was the first time that we had gotten back in there in a while. Mm-hmm. Had a pretty good hunt. Uh, we walked out. The walk was way quicker. But on that walk out, uh, I mean, I think we stayed there pretty late. We stayed there till like eleven thirty, eleven forty-five. Yeah, we were we were definitely there later in the day. But on the walk out, we found a nicer. We found a couple actually nice holes on the closer walk out. Closer to the levee, right? Closer to the levee, yeah. so it was a lot easier to get into. You know, it was one of those hunts that everybody has. You walk out, and then a couple birds start flying and. You know, you're hauling decoys on a road, and it's like, oh, stop, stop, stop. And someone starts calling, and that bird looks mm-hmm. like it wants to work. So because of that, we found another little hole, and we hunted there, I don't know, probably two or three more times. Um, the next time was with Tyler. I think it was your birthday, actually. Uh, yeah. It was the birthday hunt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it looked good. Like, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, y'all and that's all I'll up. say about that. <laughs> yeah, right. That was it. <laughs> well, I mean, I hadn't been in there in a long time, so... I didn't. I couldn't so you, remember any. Yeah. Of it so too. you really didn't have any good memories to no. really compare to. No, I hadn't been back in there since high school. Oh, wow. you know, or, okay. You know, right after I graduated, probably second or third year, I'd hunted. So I went yeah. with some guys, and they were like, "Come on, and mm-hmm. you, you know." Back then, it was get we're your going head to the down, scatters. get your head down, because <laughs> you know everybody's flying around, and right. you know that was back in like. Oh six, oh seven. So hmm. it's been a day or two. Right. Yeah. I've slept a lot since then. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, going in that morning, it's clear skies. You can see the stars out, and you're thinking, "Ooh, ooh. Mm, it was sunshine and timber." Come on, we had a real just easy boat ride in. I yeah. Mean, we didn't move very fast. No, I had we an in-flight movie, so yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, we all. I packed snacks. I, I don't I know believe what we want. watched Avatar that morning. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> On the way in, so we got there right right before shooting light. So oh, we were having we were having a hustle to get there. But yeah, no, we're going to correct that this year. We got a bigger mm, we're gonna bigger mud motor running yeah. and bigger boat. So. Yeah, it was it was fun though. We uh, we definitely took our time getting in there, and we had a fun hunt. Had a lot of laughs that day. We shot a few. I don't remember what all we shot that morning. No, that was a tough morning. That was a tough morning. That I was- do remember that. <laughs> and y'all know, y'all know where I'm going. But well, I- hold on. Let's paint the picture of the story first. Paint, paint so, the picture. So we went and got to this hole. Let me preface one other thing. This was this is like the second last week of season. Uh, we just told you a story of when we first got in there. Right. There was a couple hunts in between there where Barrett and Tyler didn't go. And me and some of my buddies went. And we had some good success. We had we had days where it was just two or three of us. We got into one of the, the hole that we found walking out with the the last story we told. 
Um, and we worked a couple birds, shot a couple mallards, and it seemed like it was getting better and better each day. So when we going, you know, going or prior to going to this hunt, we thought we were going to do really good, specifically for Tyler's birthday. So what comes with uh, what we think is going to be a good hunt? More people, more decoys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reoccurring. Yeah, right? it's, it's a reoccurring thing. And yeah. I don't know if it was actually supposed to be like that, but I more people know. ended up coming. I think we had a bunch of decoys that day too. We, we had three or four dozen for a fairly small timber hole. Got to the hole. It was, I mean, we had it packed full of decoys, had everybody set up, and I just don't even think we saw that many mallards. As, as, as like, I, We didn't see as many mallards as we were seeing earlier in the week. That's for sure. Oh, I mean, compared to what we were seeing over in East Arkansas, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's was, true. It was, yeah, it was a lot more birds than right. we had been seeing. So, right. But and two, I mean, if I would have been a duck, I would have landed in there. Right. It looked, <laughs> you know, it looked, it looked good. I, I think that we were too close to the hole. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But I mean, we tried everything. I we mean, did we, try. We everything. backed up. We moved decoys. We had them in the hole. When we moved them out of the hole, then we moved them way out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Then we moved everybody back again. Mm-hmm. Had we one tried. guy 60 yards back behind us. He right. had his own decoys over there pulling yeah. his own hunt. <laughs> we went from calling loud and hard, power calling. To no calling. No calling. Yeah. Drake yeah. whistles. Yeah. Feed calling only. One person calling. Keep going. Him. We tried everything. Yeah. One person had his waiters down over there. <laughs> I mean, we did everything we could do. I mean, we tried. We tried one jerk string, five jerk strings, no jerk strings. I mean, it was just. It was. We tried everything. You know, I wonder though when we always try to do this stuff, like try to do all these different things, calling different, changing decoys and whatnot. Sometimes I think we're we're doing the right changes. It's just too late. You it know, might we, be. It might, it might be. But I mean, we also we changed our spread. We, I mean, we changed everything up. Yeah. You always hear, talk hear the guys talk about. Oh well, I'm always out there changing. Something doesn't look right. I mean, we right. literally changed everything up. We right. would, if we were moving stuff, not constantly, but we we'd let two or three groups work and watch how they reacted, and then if it if they just didn't respond, we'd go out there and change something up. Right. Yeah. So, but I did think early on we had like a single or a double work into the hole pretty mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. I think we killed them. We had a couple. I mean, we had a couple sub, or we had a handful of groups actually work that were treetop that we should have shot. Didn't that shoot I was it. told to shoot. And, no, and then we said, "All right, Barrett. Or, All right, guys. If they get treetop, then bust them." Okay. Okay. Qu- so t- clarification: Who said this? I said this. Yeah. And so Caleb calls next group treetop high. Give them a barrel. Well, from my left comes a group of. I'm pretty sure it was eight to ten. It was a pretty good group. It was a wad. Eight to ten from my left. They're right. I mean, they are. They're scraping treetops. And they're staring at me. So I was like, there's no way that they're going to circle back around. So Barry I was trying to grin them down. Yeah. So I turned and just <laughs> laid into them. And then I caught hell the whole day for shooting at the birds that were treetop when I was told to shoot at the birds at treetop. As soon as he pulled that trigger. They come from down the line. Those would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there's two There's two reasons why you got hell for it. One, because you missed them. Oh, yeah. And right. two, because you're keeping it a secret. You oh. surprised everybody. Oh, well, okay. I don't, yeah, I don't I think did. anybody was expecting the shot. I, I was, I was ready because when they said next group comes over, I was like, somebody's fixing to shoot and they're not going to yell yeah. at everybody else to shoot. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I did. I shot at them. So to recap that hunt. Y'all started with good conditions. Right. You had sunshine, which right. is good mm-hmm. for the timber. We had birds. Y'all had birds. Mm-hmm. You had the decoys. You had the people that with calls. Yeah. And I mean, we and sounded it, good. And it still didn't work because birds are birds. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I think they were still birds. Late, I think we, they were exactly. late season yeah. birds. Yeah. Exactly. 
mid so, late January mm-hmm. late season birds that are highly just birds. educated. Those yeah. birds probably been here since mid November. And they're they're working <laughs> the same three blocks of wood over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, one was carrying a Wonder Bread bag, <laughs> exactly. wasn't he? Yeah, right. And that's <laughs> what I throw it over shoulder. And that's what I meant too about changing your uh, your setup and stuff too late in the game or too late in the morning because mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't. I have no idea. But I'm just assuming. But you know, when we're out there, we're seeing. Ducks that are kind of sparse, but it seems like we're seeing two to three groups every, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. You kind right. of get the feeling like it's the same birds that are just yeah, kind of popping back and yeah. forth over. Yeah. So, you know, once you, you work them once or twice and you can't convince them then, you know, I, I don't know. It feels like they're not going to be convinced later on down the road because they're already like, hey, you ain't tricking me. Yeah. yeah. So, so what you're saying is we by 10 o'clock, 930, 10 o'clock, we probably should just picked up and left. Either that or, or do what we did, smoke a cigar. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I mean, had a cup of coffee, smoked yeah. a good cigar. Yeah. I just brought enjoyed some, our time. I, yeah, I brought uh, some Tatawahes. And, man, they yeah. they smoked real good early in the morning with a <laughs> yeah. cup of coffee. Well, I mean, I mean, we could have gotten up and left, but it would have been 2 p.m. before we got out of there. Right. So. Yeah, because y'all were running too slow with that Gator Glide. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Him no. and this Gator Glide, man. I'm telling you, that Gator Glide, it, it, it's... It runs nice. like paint on a boat. Until you get up on the log, and I mean, you just slide off of it. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to make you any faster. And, and this is not a paid water. advertisement. Guys, if y'all can get Gator Glide, go get it. Yeah. It is worth every cent. I mean, we sold our boats this off season. We're mm-hmm. gonna get another boat, and the first thing I'm gonna do is order Gator Glide, and we're gonna pull it in the shop, flip it over, and roll it on. Now, I will tell you, you better get two or three guys to roll it on because it's hard and fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you <laughs> do, when you start, you start rolling, and you don't stop. Wow. Your arms are burning. You feel like you've been crossfitting. I mean, that's funny. But yeah, it's worth it. One other thing to go back to uh, talking about stale birds and late season birds and whatnot. Another thing we didn't do at the end of season that I felt like we should have focused on more is not worrying about these big holes. And, you know, that's kind of goes into the whole theme of when we were hunting by me last week. We were always continuously walking around looking for the hole per se when, you know, they're late season birds. I mean, I think. It probably didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could have done better in a really tight hole, you know, something that was more natural. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Duke. Uh, You can't lob those out there. I have to. At this point, it's just, it's a knee jerk And Barrett's favorite show is The Office. (laughs) Yes, by far. Which is by far. A good show. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we, we wrapped up in Biomeda and, uh, well, we didn't wrap up. We kind of finished our, our time in Biomeda and, and kind of realized that, okay, it's, we're going to start scouting again. So we started looking around and then we wound up with a school bus, school bus load of people yeah, over at Raft Creek. <laughs> we got invited on that we one. We did too, get invited on I mean, that one. We were loaded up, fixing to go back to Biomeda. Yeah. Tyler and I were going back to Biomeda. And we got a phone call the day before that said, hey, we found them. Come on. And we were like, okay. And we changed our plans the night before, and we went. And we rolled up, and there were 97 boats. And <laughs> Man, that parking lot was full. Yeah. yeah. It was like full. everybody in the state found out. Yeah. Because so. we had like three more boats pull in after we did. Yeah. And they pulled in the parking lot and seen how many people, and they turned around and left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I bet. They went to buy a meter. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Oh, but yeah, it, uh, so I, I want I, I want you guys to give y'all's perspective on that hunt, and then I'll kind of throw mine in there. Well, okay, start off with, with the weather. Give give the give the stats. What cause I, this is the third hunt row that I wasn't there. So okay, well, I mean, we we got there to ramp that if morning. If it's deep it water, was, we don't bring four. Uh, I know. No, if it's got water, I don't get to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dry field hunts on. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, when we got to the ramp, it, I mean, it was clear skies. You mm-hmm. could see the stars out, and it was supposed to be sunny that day. It's supposed to be a good wind blowing. So we. You know, I was I was pretty pretty excited about. It. I thought hunting a new area. I had never got to hunt here before, so let's let's see. The ride in was awesome. I mean, the war eagle was. I mean, war chicken was running oh, that morning. She, she was fired up. Yeah, she knew she what was, was coming. Yeah, and uh, got there, and I mean, we hunted a point. I, I thought we were in a really good spot, and the guys that had scouted it the day before, and they were like, man, there were how many? They say like. Two or three thousand. It was five thousand. Five thousand. Well, was the number. Shout out to Trey. Trey slipped yes. there. I mean, dude held our spot. Yeah, the I day mean, before he was out there midday, just driving around, scouting from the road, and yeah, he did. He was sending videos on Snapchat and everything. There was a bunch of birds out there. I mean, he was standing on top of a truck, filming birds on Snapchat, sending to me and the other guys. And I don't even, have Snapchat. Well, he even <laughs> that's how you scout these days. And oh, that's how you send. Well, no, that's not how you, married guys. Not, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say scout. That's how you send your. Uh, Man, what's the word for it? your proof? Oh, your proof. got it, got it. You can't just send a message. No, because then you might share that video with somebody else. Uh, oh, you can't share it because it, because it disappeared. Regardless, I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Did you say there was twelve people there? Everybody found out anyhow. Sound like. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all I'm, the point I'm trying to get to is he sent a video. There was a bunch of birds there. He had videoed the specific point that we were going to mm-hmm. hunt at, and he stayed there all day long. All uh, night long. I mean, all night there, long. Yeah. yeah, he was there all night long. Five so. p. I think five p.m. the night before he got there. Oh no, he was there at like two or three. Like oh, he wow. found those okay. birds Man. at two or three o'clock. Started and he was there texting all night. and he calling was everybody. On the ramp. Yeah, and stayed there. We brought him food and everything else. <laughs> but uh, myself, another buddy of mine, we showed up around midnight. I brought a boat. Two or three more guys showed up. They brought boats. And, a lot of boats. And yeah, so we were yeah. we were there at midnight. We were the first people there. About three thirty or so, just everybody started showing up at yeah. the boat ramp. And it was cool. I mean, I was actually really excited because I haven't raced. I mean, we didn't have to race, but it, I haven't been in a place that was like crazy packed like right. that. And with all that adrenaline and rushing, like, okay, we got to hurry up and our motors better start today. <laughs> <laughs> our motors better start. But uh, yeah, we uh, we were the first ones to dump our boats in. We took off down these this, this long ditch or slough or whatever you want to call it. And we got to our spot. And like you said earlier, Tyler, it was a pretty cool boat ride. Like yeah. there was a, when we, so whenever I took off at four, it was so foggy to where I had to run with the lights off just to be able to see. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. But uh, and there was another boat in front of us, and they had their lights on their little rooster lights or whatever you want to call them on the back of their boat. It was a pretty cool boat ride in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, got there that morning, set up. I think we put out how many decoys we put out? A lot. Oh, there was, eight, was a lot. Eight to ten dozen. Yeah, it was a lot. We even I had mean, some dive bombs out yeah. there because there was a couple little islands that had like some mm-hmm. brush on it. Was it all mallard decoys, or did y'all mix some stuff? <sighs> there were pintails. Yeah, yeah there was there was pintails. definitely pintails. Yeah. It was like mallard pintails. Yeah, yeah, that's all I really remember. There yeah. might have been some other thrown in stuff, but. I can't remember if there were any spec decoys. I do know there was a spec, was a spec call, call going off. <laughs> yeah, there was a spec call going off. Were, were there, I thought there were spec decoys, dive bomb spec decoys on the little there island. Probably, there were, yeah, yeah I think about it. There yeah, were, yeah, there was. Um, oh, and just to paint the picture a little bit more, what we were hunting is a, what, I don't know what you want to call it, a ditch or a slough, but it's like this little ditch or slough with some trees around it, and it's flooded out to a field. Right. And I mean, the whole area is completely flooded out there. So we're, we're wrapped around this tree line. We did have 12 people deep, and we had a bunch of people um what did you guys think about the cover uh i 
honestly, if we had five guys, it would have been to me. It would have been a lot better. Yeah, um, I don't know that we would have killed maybe two, two or three more birds, maybe. But I think I, I think the people on the end of that little tree line had the best shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think they was, passed up on some birds because yeah, they were right, thinking they were going right. to loop around to us, yeah. and they didn't. Yeah, I mean, we did have. I mean, I think we had a, a long lane worth of cover to fit everybody, but mm-hmm. everyone was so spread out, like you know. Yeah. The south side of the group did, had shots at the well, east side of the group. Too. Yeah, and the the guys that were to the right of us, they've never. I don't yeah, they know didn't even they shoot at all. Fired their shotgun. But I don't I, think they did. We they killed. Didn't. I mean, total, we killed what thirteen some odd birds. Something other like that. Yeah. I shot once. Y'all shot once. No, I, <laughs> mean, I, I shot at every teal that passed <laughs> in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I shot. I shot one bird. That the I know the I only one, bird one I didn't shoot at that was a, that I. Well, I mean, a lot of us didn't shoot at this bird, but the whole morning. We were we were fixed on getting Trey a pintail, and this pintail, this lone pintail, came out of nowhere and was circled over the top of us. And Tyler would hit it with that little pintail whistle, and then Seth would go to honking on that spec call. And all I mean, that pintail would just keep coming around, keep coming around. And and I just remember at one point we were everybody was hyping Trey up. Oh, here comes your pintail! Here it goes. <laughs> and dude, I mean, he was he was on he was on ten. I mean, oh, he yeah. was just wired. He was like, "Oh, this is my bird." And pintail's coming in, and you can see that pintail's thinking, thinking hard, thinking hard. And I just remember looking to my left, and it looked like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Elmer Fudd was just creeping up, and I'm telling you, like, I mean, it was like shoulders above his ears, and like, <laughs> I mean, just creeping up on that tree line. And he got up there, and that pintail sure did just commit, and that pintail hit the wall. Water. And Trey took nine years to get his barrel down on that pintail. And right as he laid that bead, somebody just <laughs> yeah, I was right behind oh. him, like looking over his shoulder. I was like, oh, here we go. I'm fixing to get a front row seat to this. Oh. As soon as that bead touched that pintail, that thing just rolled yeah. sideways. <laughs> just God. a puff of feathers. His old shoulders just dropped. He's no, like, he was oh. defeated. Yeah, man. I know. He looked, you could yeah. tell it in his face, too. Yeah, yeah he, was, he wasn't happy about it. Yeah. I would have hated to have been on the boat right out with him. <laughs> He's like, I was here since two yesterday. Yeah. Oh. I think that was his entire goal for that place. It, it was. Yeah. That was the whole goal. I mean, yeah. Honestly, that was our whole goal for the hunt. Yeah. Like, we were over there talking, and we were like, man, if we can get a pintail for Trey, mm-hmm. that would be, and it just. But there it, is a silver lining to it. It wasn't the, like, trophy no, pintail with that eight inch sprig. It was it was a juvie, you know, yeah, like the four inch sprig on it, and you're like, mm, he wouldn't have mounted well anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially after, after the wild oh, shot. Yeah, right. got, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they shot him at, like, 10 yards yeah. from where they I mean, were at. Just yeah. blasted. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. So what you're saying? There were 12 people, and mm-hmm. communication was like well, oh, you very boring. You, you couldn't communicate. We were yelling at each other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's that's tough. Huh? But I'll, guys I'll say tough. what what surprised me is the duck's reaction to that spec call. Mm-hmm. Like when he would hit that spec call, like they would turn and come look, and I I've never seen it, and I mean I'll I'll use it. Now that I've seen it, I mean, it, 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 was, it, it, was, it was actually pretty impressive because we, I mean, we would call it birds, call it birds, call it birds. And then all of a sudden we'd get a, a group or we'd get a, a, a double or a single that passed overhead and that spec call would hit and that bird would come back and look. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was enough for me to go, okay, maybe we need to bring some spec calls out into the, the yeah. timber with us. <laughs> I'll probably buy some spec floaters this, this off season. That way we've got something for them to actually look at. 
Do yeah. you do you think that goose call is it a confident sound for them? Like, oh, the geese are there. It should you oh, know they're they're more wary. So, yeah. Or do you think it's that that call's so loud that they can just hear that better? From no, I a think distance. it's a confidence. Yeah. If it were if it were me guessing, it would be yeah. a confidence. Definitely, yeah. especially yeah. with That'd be my guess. Especially if you can incorporate floaters like Tyler right. just mentioned too. Yeah, those floaters will give them the confidence that hey, there's there's just goose down there, and geese are naturally more wary than than yeah. ducks are in my opinion anyway well especially i mean pintails pintails are yeah. where he's all no, get out pintails so. will circle you to yeah. death that's what surprised me that day late season like that and those pintails didn't just circle you that's, and circle that's and spec circle. they're like man yeah. they're down there sitting yeah so. come on in boys the water's fine yeah were the birds more workable over there at raft creek because it's, it's, it's different there you know you can yeah. only hunt tuesday thursday and then it's a drawing on saturday sunday mm-hmm. right. so it's not like they're getting shot at all week so yep. were they more workable? Did, did, I think could they you were. see a difference? I, I felt like the birds were definitely more workable. Yeah. Yeah. We, and it, we, it reminded me of where I hunted growing up. Yeah. Like if you seen it, you could call at it and you could actually work it versus hunting in timber where it's like, Oh, there they are. Hurry, call at them. Yeah. You know? The other cool part that uh um which I don't I don't remember this from when we hunted it last season, but um Tyler made a, a a good note while we were out there that it seemed like, you know, these birds would, would bounce around another hole where other guys were hunting and they might have gotten called out or even shot at, but they'd always circle back around to an you know, one of the yeah. other holes that mm-hmm. people were calling in. So and I, mean, I think it was, it's because it got to rest. That's why yeah. they would be like, right. Oh well, don't go over there but right. there's a raft over here, so let's go see what's going on right. over here. Because yeah. I mean you literally you could watch them shoot at a bird and he would climb up out of there and then when it would come by you call at it and it may not work but it would tip and come back and look right and it might circle off of you and leave or i mean that pintail they shot at it over on yeah. another spread yeah and it came over and actually landed yeah we us. had a couple of birds that was like that, yeah. that either we worked or another group mm-hmm. worked and you could see it hundreds of yards off and one us or somebody else would end up shooting at them yeah yeah so I mean, it, it was. I, I definitely. I mean, I was. I was encouraged. I would. Uh, I would definitely go back and and yeah. give it another run. Yeah, definitely. I I really enjoyed hunting over there. I mean, I I wasn't super excited about the boat ride out and meeting the wardens on the way out, but they were <laughs> no, pretty cool. I they mean. were very cool. Yeah. I mean, I'd met one of them before. We had some guys around the house doing some shady stuff, and they'd come out and tried to catch them. Man, in why the you got to tell on me? <laughs> <laughs> He said some guys. He yeah. wasn't going to name I, you. I wasn't going to name you. name drop me. <laughs> but, you know, they they pulled up there, hey, let's see your permit. Let's see your license, duck stamps, you know, count life jackets. And that five minutes and they were done. I mean. But we, we were warned before we went out there that, that yeah. if you're at Raft Creek, most likely you're getting yeah. checked. Mind your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all be on your game Don't if you're stupid. out there. They were pretty cool. I actually, uh, I didn't even have my license on me. He just walkie-talkied it in. And it was pretty quick. Oh, I like, didn't have mine good. on me. He he walked yeah. talking mine in. Well, and then, then I had mine on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mind my P's and Q's very well. I I don't need any well, points. The funny part on that whole stop though is uh they were asking for life jackets and Tyler's wearing his life jacket. Well the guy's like pulling life jackets out and he's counting. And he's like, There's okay, so there's there's three of us in the boat mm-hmm. and he so he pulls out two life jackets. And, and a throwable. And a throwable. And the but the warden's like, Well, I'm only counting two life jackets. And he like you can tell like they're starting to that stress is starting yeah. to build up. And Tyler's like, I'm wearing mine. And the guy's like, Well, I'm counting two life jackets. Tyler's over there kinda like, I'm wearing mine. I'm wearing mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, like every time I'd show it to him, I'd like pull yeah. it away from me like one and then right. I'd count the other two and I'd say, And there's my throwable and he's right. like well, where's number three? And I'm like, I just counted three. It was so, every, one. I did it like four times. And everybody's finally, eyes I like unbuttoned getting, it. Yeah. And I was like, it's yeah. right here. Everybody's oh, eyes oh. were getting big. We were like, oh, this is starting to get. 
bare hands. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so you're saying if y'all had a bunch of ducks in the boat, there could have been an issue. Yeah, with counting if we can't yeah. count to three. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna I, leave I, that alone. He could have he been a whole lot rougher. Yeah, I mean, he could have been like, all right, let's let's check everything. Let's yeah. make sure you've got all, everything you have to have for this boat. And he didn't. He just they were, they were pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, which they I'm just you know. you know what math is hard. So we'll just leave it at that. Sometimes, I mean, I'm with him. Yeah, I've had those days. So, so we so we finished up at Raft Creek, and we uh, which that was, I mean, that was near end of January, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a, yeah, last week, last week yeah. of January. Mm-hmm. So then we we saved our we typically save our private land hunting for well, Forrest doesn't. Forrest goes and hunts private. I, yeah, I do family trips to DeWitt, and we don't talk about that. But <laughs> we don't I get to go on that one. Yeah, we don't get invited. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we we didn't. I mean. Did you shoot a lot of birds on private land this year? Uh, we actually did more speck hunting than we did oh. duck hunting because we weren't killing no ducks. That's probably smart. Yeah, well, we didn't yeah. kill many specks either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did kill some. Oh. Well, so we uh, we save our, our private land hunting for really the last... I mean, if the hunting's good, we'll hunt private for the last week a lot of times. But we saved... This season, we were like, you know what? Birds are, I mean, just kind of sporadic it's really not the greatest we've seen so we're going to save it for the last weekend and so we go down and we hunt near um the arkansas river on um what we call uncle jimbo's land and and went down saturday and jim had put this this blind in this slough and he had he had given we actually scouted it on Friday. Oh yeah, we did. I forgot. So about we that. did. Even yeah. even though it was private, we still went and we'll just looked jump in at there it. and say that. Well, I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, no, we did. Talk we, about scouting because there's a bunch of holes that we could have. Yeah, we did go scout it. Well, I say scout it. I mean, we kind of drove in and looked, and we were like, "Oh, there's a ton of birds here." So <laughs> I it, think we're going to be all right. It wasn't the first place we looked. Yeah, it wasn't the first place we looked. So, but anyways, we did. We did go scout it. We saw the numbers look good. We were like, okay, we we have an idea of where we want to be we talked to jim jim was like oh i put this this blind in the slough and he gave lake lake whatever it was a lake he gave directions like um and i hope some of y'all out there are are office fans but like dwight schrute would give directions like so (laughs) so like you know find the tallest oak tree and take a right and then if you've hit the beehive you've gone too far type type directions and so like i remember going out there and we so we get in this little this little flat bottom john boat that's got a a, all it's got a trolling motor that i think caleb wired backwards the first day (laughs) He did. I switched it back over. Anyways, oh, we, me and Caleb hop in this John boat, and we've got everybody's guns, and we take off. And I'm like, I, I know he said to go left out of here. And so me and Caleb go left, and we go for it. Ever. And granted, and remember, this is private land, so we got there. We didn't get there early. We got there. We did not. No, we got there like five thirty. Yeah, five thirty, five forty-five, and we didn't make it to and the boat. And then we had a still. good a good ranger ride to get yeah, to yeah. the this lake. Yeah. So and we didn't get into the boats till six or after. Yeah. So about we. Six o'clock. So Caleb and I take off. And we're down on the far end of the slough, and it turns into just dry land. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> we're, we are on private ground and can't find this blind. We well, still no. can't get it right. We, yeah. we were looking at the end of the lake like, man, this blind's hid real yeah, good. He, re- he really hid this thing. <laughs> we kept watching y'all, the lights yeah, go yeah. from one side to the other down there. And I told Forrest, I was like, they're lost. Oh, yeah, we were lost. So I'll get out. So, anyways, we, we turn around, and we get back in the water. And we're, we're kind of hugging this, this buck brush. 
And finally, I mean, and first off, this trolling motor, oh my gosh. It's I not mean, speed it, demon. No, it felt like it took <laughs> half an hour to do all that. And I don't, it may have taken half an hour. It but was a we, long time. Yeah, it was a long time. But we finally, this, we finally come around this corner and there's a blind <laughs> and you met your other left yeah, yeah <laughs> go right anyways this blind i mean it's just a, a metal skid blind that is out in this lake and when i say in the middle of this lake it's like in the middle of this lake yeah it was <laughs> and yeah, i don't even out. know he i mean there was some he put some type of camo netting on it or whatever but it wasn't anything that like which again it's private ground these birds are so used to that stuff being out there but we loaded all four dudes into this blind and would you guys agree that the birds were like you know what we see those guys standing there and we're not going there that's exactly what happened Mm -hmm. so plus it was in the middle of the lake and there was like both ends of the lake look really ducky right it kind of looked like why would the ducks want to be right there in the middle of the lake anyways The, the other thing was we had a big wind yeah. It, it was blowing the wind was blowing so it you know it had it been just a little bit of wind they might would have fell in there you Maybe, know but right. they had a we had a big wind so they had to kind of set up to go right. wherever they were wanting to go and it it, it wasn't a great wind for yeah. where the line was and also it didn't help it was cloudy and oh, rainy that yeah. day it was so cloudy. if it would have been sunny we would have had hard shadow over us from exactly. the butt brush and it probably would have helped early early in the yep. morning but yeah it just wasn't brushed very well no so but we so we got out there we had we shot at a couple of birds i think we only shot at one okay we shot at one um and then we we were like you know what we could tell where they were wanting to go down and we we're like we've it's time we're either gonna move or we're just gonna sit here and, and twiddle our yeah. thumbs the rest of the morning so we moved and made the right decision got down to a good spot um and uh we shot we shot six shot green, six heads. green heads yeah that's it yeah mm-hmm. Well, we saw a bunch, and it, I mean, it was basically a scout trip. It was. <laughs> for it the turned, next morning. It turned into a scout trip. But it was a good hunt, though. It was I a mean, good hunt. I think we did shoot six green heads, but I think mm-hmm. we missed a lot. I mean, I went through a whole well, box I of shells. Well, I know we lost one or two. We did lose a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah we and did. That buck yeah. brush made it tough. Mm-hmm. Of course, we were also sitting on one side of it shooting, right. and then they were basically trying to land off the center of it yeah. on the yeah. opposite yeah, side we had of a, we were we, we also shots. yeah and we also <laughs> the way we set our decoys up had mm-hmm. kind of created a, a longer more difficult shot for mm-hmm. us yeah um which and that was just because we we weren't familiar with how we were hunting or what we were what we were kind of getting into that morning and we rushed it i mean we there, were, there was ducks yeah. flying we're like just we throw the decoys it. out get on the bank start shooting right yeah and we yeah, rushed it you know well because they were calling for the rain to really pick up by right, 10 right, that right. morning so we were we were trying to make make hay while the sun was shining. And we, and well, there wasn't no sun, but yeah, <laughs> before well, we got drenched, is really what before the rain do. fell, we were trying to <laughs> yeah. make hay. So we we finished that day up, um, kind of you know, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna say we tucked tails. I mean, we shot we shot some green heads, but we were like, you know what, it's time to regroup. So we yeah. hit went back to Matt Moser's lodge, uh, Crosshairs. Which shout out to Matt and them. We love that lodge. It's an awesome place to stay. Um, Matt and his staff are incredible. Um, yeah. But we uh, went back and played some pool, and I think we uh, pulled out a bottle of Angel's Envy that night, mm. which and that stuff is it's another. pretty tasty. We'll, we'll talk about some Angel's at some point, but um, kind of regrouped, got us a good plan for the morning, and rolled back out the next morning um, to better weather, wasn't it? Well, it was, I think we still, we had some sun. It was kind of a partly cloudy, but we had another big wind. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. I was I think, south that well, way. the first day it was southwest, mm-hmm. and then it moved to northwest, I believe. Yeah, it moved mm-hmm. to northwest. Well, I'll look. I got my book. Hang on. 
Just give me a second. I'm trying to remember which way that slew ran. I, don't know. That I, was, I mean, I'm 99% sure okay. I'm right. But I will south, say that. Yeah, it was it southwest the first day, northwest the second day. Okay. And But that night, Saturday night, yes. we had a, you know, that, that big southwest wind changed right. stuff. Had a big big storm. Yeah, we had a storm push through. Yeah. So we did we didn't we didn't see teal the first day and the no second day we, we yeah no gadwalls the first day we there was a lot of different species a lot of different species of birds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the youngest one in the group. <laughs> so we we got up rolled out there this morning. Actually had our our game plan together, which was a great game plan. Yep. Got in place, um, got our spread set up well. I mean we we dialed in the spread for the first thing that mm-hmm. morning, and I mean we came out shooting that morning. It yeah. was it was hot. Hot I mean, we, yeah. we put out, what, four dozen decoys that second mm-hmm. morning? Yep. Force, get the notebook out. Get the notebook I believe it was three or four dozen. Uh, it was, we put two dozen mallards, half a dozen teal, and five widgeon decoys, but that's not counting all of the wonder ducks. Yeah, we there did use go. wonder ducks. If you need we, know we what to run. some wonder ducks. Run. Yeah. And I do like the wonder ducks versus a mojo or a, even a floating well, mojo. I, and, I, and I'm not a fan of mojos, period. No, I mean, I, I'll do I'll do wonder ducks way before I do a mojo. But. I will say, if you can, if you can get a on private ground, if you can get a big group of mojos all together, I mean, I, oh, I I've seen it. I've seen it pull really birds that I, you're I like, know. those and are. I'm those not going to argue that. I believe that. I just feel like you're you're not doing anything for those birds other than educating them. If you don't shoot them, well, they don't get out. They don't educate <laughs> nobody. <laughs> With us, they would. <laughs> they'd, land, they'd land down there and high five a mojo and take off. <laughs> I just hate picking the things up. It takes uh, forever yeah. for me. I mean, well, even with Wonder Ducks, I mean, they're all compact, yeah. but they still take a while to I'm, pick yeah, up. I'm but. not a mojo fan. But anyways, we set out Wonder Ducks, and we just went to piling on birds that morning. I mean, it was it was yeah. hot and heavy from the get-go. I mean, we mm-hmm. we I, I ran out of shells that day. Um I mean, we were getting... One thing that happened, though, and I have video of it because I was sitting back watching Caleb. Uh We had a few times where (laughs) there would be some teal come in and, like, come in real low and they come and land right around the decoys, but we're also working mallards. And we're trying to get the mallards to come in, and then by the time they got close, the teal would leave and we wouldn't get to shoot at any of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's back to that, you know, bird in a hand versus two in a bird. I'd much rather shoot one mallard than... Yeah. Teal. We also watched uh, Caleb fix his gun with a stick that morning. Yeah. So I'm telling you, it was hard to watch. I, it was what? like <laughs> he was hard to watch to go from. Some, I mean, to go from I, what I could have. You, you saw that and you wanted to hire me. No. <laughs> I seen that gun come out of that case and water dripping <laughs> off of it that morning, and I like I cringe. Describe what it looked. T- Tyler, you describe what you saw, and then we'll let Caleb describe what the gun, what he thinks it. What it like. is. Okay. Well, I'll tell you when. Well, I, when we got there that morning, I asked Caleb, what do you need me to get out? He said, oh, get my gun out of the back of the truck. <laughs> Not the back seat, the back. It was laying in the and bed we of had the truck. And we had a monsoon the day before, and I'm pretty sure that gun slept in the back of the truck. So when he gets out there and he pulls it out of the case and water runs out of it, and I said, well, this is going to turn out real good. And right after that, he tells me, I think next year I'm going to buy me an over and under. And I thought, it ain't going to last. <laughs> Did it have a little bit of rust to it? I'm pretty sure it's, it's it a had little a patina. Let's, let's go. It had a little It had a little paint. <laughs> it, had a little paint. <laughs> it had a little paint to it. I'm, I'm going to tell you, after every hunt, I come in, I pull my gun case. I pull my gun out of my gun case, open the action, stuff a paper towel on the end of it, and squirt gun scrubber in it. Let it work its way down the barrel. 
and I'll dry it off. <laughs> well, let me tell you what a hardcore waterfowler does. Oh, okay, gosh. here we go. <laughs> this gun is an 870 mm-hmm. slash walking stick slash mm-hmm. boat paddle. Mm-hmm. And that's just what like it is. It, yeah. it, uh, it shows. That's what the 870 yeah. is made for, in my opinion. But from a functionality standpoint on that hunt, would you say the 870 was at the top of its game? <laughs> I don't want it to be at the top of its game. I want that gun to be at the end of the season and be like, you know what, Caleb? You kicked ass this season. <laughs> I can't handle no more. And no, she, did that, that she is, did that to me. She was like, Caleb, I can't handle no more. I'm done. I was like, you got a little more left in you. Let me break this stick off and even, put it up in there. It'll she work. Didn't, she didn't even want to start the season. <laughs> no, no. And it's not that that gun... It wasn't saying, man, you've hunted hard this season. It said, man, you have worked me hard this season. Uh, where where were you putting the stick? You're telling everybody you put a stick in the gun. So what, what you happened? don't even know where you put the stick. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. He but that shotgun like a muzzle loader. You know, he was ramming stuff down the barrel. <laughs> I had shells getting stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting my, my plug kept on getting stuck, so I had to take that apart. Mm-hmm. And ultimately what happened is I lost one of my little receiver pins. Mm-hmm. So my receiver itself was kind of sagging a little bit low. Thus, it, my shells wouldn't eject out or I don't know eject out eject in you tell me the terms I don't know I just saw it eject out eject eject they don't eject in eject so the stick (laughs) the stick maneuver is I just had to find the perfect stick engineer it to be a new receiver pin and And it worked out and it worked Mm -hmm. yeah but that the gun went down on the first or second volley the first or second volley on the last day of season yeah yeah. It so. looked like it was hanging on by. The <laughs> it was. Look, this is okay. Fingertips. <laughs> Look, I've always and I do want to get a nice gun. I will end up getting a nice over under. I'll get a nice gun one of these days. I've just always had eight seventies, and you know, replace them every year. Oh man, <laughs> that, that was one year on that gun. I've replaced oh, the past three seasons. I've had something very similar happen the last week in a season. I can tell you why. <laughs> well. <laughs> You I'm got used a, to you got a gunsmith sitting here left. A can of ribble oh, doesn't it, cost that much. <laughs> I t- I Neither do paper towels. If you get transmission fluid and use it, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I know. I just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're going to get hated on. Well, I I don't mind getting hated on. I'm just saying, if it was a nice gun, or a nice erg, if it was a a high-dollar gun, I would take care of it. Okay. I'm not going to argue that. I mean, it worked. He killed one gadball that went through that (laughs) guy. He did shoot one more down there, but he was using it as a single shot for a while. Yeah, Yeah, he was. Because the second volley, he's like, well, anybody else got a gun in the truck? And I'm like, no, just use it as a single shot. <laughs> he didn't even want to shoot mine. I offered him mine like three times. Well, I only asked that. I thought, I thought you guys had mentioned you brought yeah, two I, guns. I but talked about it, and then yeah. I was like, I'm going to shoot the 20 gauge, so there's no sense in me bringing a 12. You probably just lied to me because you didn't want me to dirty your gun up. <laughs> oh, there were four in the truck. <laughs> <I saw you. laughs> but at the end of the day, I shot all my shells. I missed a lot of birds, and I had a lot of little blackout shots. <laughs> Thank you, Forrest, even though it recorded me. You I, I re- sat behind me yeah, trying to I've film got, me. I've got one recorded that I haven't posted yet because I'm like, well, I don't know Caleb that well, yes, I'll hang on to this one. I'll post it. <laughs> Just post it. When this one, this one airs, we'll post it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. could post it. We had a we had a lot of fun that hunt. Well, we to explain that video, what just okay. you'll see it, but it's my side of the story. I just didn't know what to shoot at. It was happening too fast and. I don't know. It, yeah. it was that. It was that scenario. We had some teal come in, so he he shoulders the gun at him, and he doesn't shoot. They land, and he's like watching those, and then he's looking up at some mallards, and then the teal jump up and leave, and then some mallards dip down in, and he races <laughs> up on the mallards, and he shoots at the mallards, and it's just a lot of boom, 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 and there's nothing falling. 
Yeah. <laughs> dog was very confused. Right. Yeah. 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 Those dogs, we were all confused. Those yeah. birds out there to me looked far. I mean, they looked like they were way out there. They were not close shots. I did I mean, they weren't. I mean, it was late yeah. season birds. They weren't landing right in the decoys anyhow. Right. Which Big that old was, fat mallards, though. Yeah, that was one of the things that we did, though. Even though we had the decoys, we still did some adjustments after that because yeah. they weren't landing right, right in them. They were wanting to land short of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was going to say earlier, too, like the electronic ducks, the uh, the Wonder Ducks mm-hmm. and Mojos, I think that they're really beneficial, but I think they can hurt you sometimes when they're put in the spread in a position to where that's right where the birds are wanting to come mm-hmm. in at. Right. You know, and I think that that's why we moved them a little bit later on is because, yeah. you know, that path that those birds were wanting to come finish on us at, it was right on top of those wonder ducks. Yeah. yeah. But then later in the morning, we did have to try to land right on top of them yeah. down in, the, in yeah. that creek that fed it. Right. So, yeah. And it was most of the teal that did that. Yeah, though. teal are always, you know, yeah. they're always, I think they're attracted to the motors or the electrical <laughs> field or something <laughs> that they're putting <laughs> on. But back to uh, what we were talking about earlier about at Raft Creek with the spec call. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, we had yeah. spec did flying the around there and you'd yodel at them or whatever they call it. Call at them. And, I like yodel. I like I mean, yodel. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's called yodel. It's a yodel. But... We'd yodel at them, and the speck would yodel back, so you'd start a conversation. Well, all of a sudden, here come mallards, and you're like, I'm trying to work this speck. Y'all haven't wanted to come in here yeah, yet. Yeah. Just leave us alone. Let me get the speck in. But And it seemed like every single time, either that or Canada. Either Canada call, too. Oh, we had some good yeah. Canadas, too. We did. So, I mean, I, I really think there's something to it, and I think next year I'm going to I'm gonna be using it more. So. Incorporate that a little we're gonna, bit. We're going to trade in duck calls for some spec calls. I don't know about trading in. We're just going to bring some more calls. <laughs> you you just think we're, put you another... Think? another Spot on my lane. You think Raggio will take his calls back? No, I'm not giving no Raggio calls back. <laughs> Call what what spec call are you using? I was blowing a poly Rislin. I haven't gone out to get my own Rislin yet. I mean, it was yours. You, oh, that's yours right. sounded that's a lot right. better. You were blowing a different one. Yeah, I was blowing a RNT Barbelly, hmm. and those, those two nice. calls to me they blow. Mm-hmm. They blow so different that I don't. I don't want them both on the lanyard at the same time, just because I get confused because I don't use them every day, but. Uh, to yeah. me, I really like that bar belly. I, I, can, I can use it one-handed or two-handed, and it's it just seems to work better for for me in the way I blow. But well, it, it definitely. I mean, it, I think we we made some good adjustments. We yeah. we definitely uh, we hid well. I think we hid better the second day for sure. And we split um, up. We split up, um, which I mean, maybe paid off. I it, mean, it gave us two more birds. Yeah, well, yeah. two more birds. So I mean, it worked. It uh, it was fun, but we uh we shot eight eighteen seventeen seventeen. 17. 17. Yeah. We came out with seventeen. Come we lost 17. one. Yeah, so, so yeah, we did. We uh um came out with seventeen. It was a it was a great day to finish the season on. The yeah. Last day of season, everybody came out with smiles on their face. Um, we had a lot of fun. It was a it was kind of a it was the it was the cap. It was the uh, the icing on the cake for yeah. a crappy twenty twenty duck season. I but mean, I mean, you, you say that. The one thing that we really did this year, how many times did we hunt the same spot? No, you're, yeah, we hunted the it, same spot once? I hunted once. the same spot. I mean, we the spot we hunted opening day, we hunted that one more time. Other than that, I didn't hunt the same place twice. And it wasn't necessarily the same spot, it was just the same yeah, area. It was the same, same area. area. I mean, but yeah. we were never within, 
yeah. five miles of the same spot, I'd say. Yeah. So we, I mean, we definitely were, were changing it up. It was an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. This season was an adventure. It was a learning, it was learning a, experience. It was, it was climbing Mount Everest for duck season. <laughs> we yeah. didn't make it. We died. On a crappy year. <laughs> On a crappy year. Made it to second base camp and died. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, but we uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, hope you guys enjoyed listening to our recap, and we'll uh, we'll uh, hopefully hear from y'all soon, and and y'all tune in for the next one. Yeah, and I think on this next one we're going to talk about Caleb's trip to yeah, Mississippi, right? Yeah, so it's actually Sunday night storming right now. Oh, but yeah. we're I was originally supposed to leave tonight with Seth. But yeah, we're going to Mississippi, turkey hunting up some public land. So uh, I think Seth's actually already at the camp right now, probably trying to watch out for a tornado. Yeah, maybe um, he'll go brew some birds for y'all that way. Yeah, so I haven't gotten a text. That's what he was supposed to do this afternoon. But yeah, we'll be hunting uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and coming back home Thursday. So. Sweet. Nice. Uh, I'll tell you guys the turkey stories. Hopefully, I got some good turkey stories in the next episode. Yeah, and we're also, I think we're going to try and touch on uh, kind of some of the stuff we used yeah. this past season. Yeah, um, some of the gear. Yeah, yeah, we had some firsts for us this this mm-hmm, past yeah. season that we, we really kind of want to give you guys our uh, our take on some of the stuff we used. Um, so, yeah, y'all, uh, y'all stay with us. All right. All right. Later, guys. Later. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening.